If you are somebody that has gone through trauma, listen to this. Just stop what you're doing. Just listen to this right now. Many people have the wrong mindset about trauma. They think that trauma is something that weighs them down. They think that trauma is something that's negative. They think that trauma is, is a bad thing. And you know what? Trauma is good. Sounds crazy. Sounds so backwards. Trauma is good. Now, what makes trauma negative, what makes trauma more so a burden is your inability to get over the trauma. So what you have to do is fundamentally understand that trauma is your life teaching you something. People go through trauma when they have to learn something. And there's some people that are born in a state of trauma, like there's some people that were just born in unfortunate households. Me personally, this is not a victim story at all, but I'm just telling you this. My father passing away was not something that we necessarily deserve, but it was a learning experience. And I'm grateful to the fact that it happened in the most messed up way because it made me the man I am today. While I loved my dad with everything, I loved my dad. My dad was the, the nice parent. My dad was who I went to for everything. My mom was always strict with me. I never wanted to see my dad pass away. Losing my dad was one of the hardest things that ever happened to me in life, but I'm grateful for it because it made me a better person. And so what I'm telling you is that you need to understand that the trauma that you have in your life has allowed you to become a better person. And so I hear all sorts of stories from people about their childhood trauma, about their relationship trauma, about things that have happened to them. And I'm not trying to be unsympathetic here. And this, this is a harsh conversation. This is a harsh audio to listen to, but it's going to make you great. And if it hurts you, you're just not understanding where I'm coming from. I'm coming from the heart here. I'm coming to make you a better person. This is not information. This is transformation. I want you to understand that. Trauma puts you in a state of stress. It puts you in a state of discomfort. And so psychologically, what happens in the mind is that your mind says, we have to change. We have to improve. We have to get better so we can deal with this trauma. It puts you in a state of survival. It's a survival instinct that occurs to you. And so that survival instinct, instinct allows you to become a better person. It allows you to implement and habituate the patterns and the, the real behaviors that you need in your life to get over that trauma. So, for example, if you go through a traumatic breakup where your partner went and cheated on you, you've got to elevate to a degree where you can't ever let that happen again, where your partner would be like, wow, I was an idiot for letting that person go. Because many times in a situation of infidelity, they have thought about it. It's a choice, right? Infidelity is not an accident. It's a choice. And so what happens in every choice is that people think, should I go and cheat on my partner? And at every situation of infidelity, I don't care who they are, they have a 1% thought or more where what if they find out? And so they bargain in their head. They say, if they find out, you know, I'm going to do this, I'm going to do that. They have a backup plan. They have a method. They typically think it through to some degree. Some people will be very, very delusional in their mindset of, oh, they're never going to find out, but they still think, what if they do find out? They still have that initial thought. And so the thing that should stop them, the thing that just shuts them down is when your value is so high in the relationship that they would be like, nah, I could never cheat on them. I would fuck it up. They have to be so scared to lose you. And a lot of you might say, oh, fear shouldn't be the reason that your partner stays with you. It's not fear that you're implementing that something bad could happen to them. It's the fear of you just walking away. If I ever get cheated on today, if something happens to me in a future relationship where someone cheats on me, which could very well happen, I just walk away. I'd be like, okay, great, wonderful, move on. I won't even care about it in the sense of I won't be sad or I won't be beggy like I used to be in the past. I've had women that have cheated on me in recent relationships and have done things to me that you know was just downright disgusting. And I just walked away. I'm like, okay, that's wonderful. Thank you so much for showing me that you weren't going to be loyal to me. Thank you so much 
Thank you, God. Thank you, the universe. Thank you, everything, for just allowing me to experience this love with this person. I'm appreciative of the time that we spent together. The memories were wonderful, and I'm glad that I was able to love this person and trust this person. But thank you also for letting me know that this is my time to exit the relationship and move on. So the trauma is, number one, an opportunity for you to get better. I don't feel bad for for myself when I get cheated on. I feel bad for the other person because I'm like, yo, you're missing out on me. I'm pretty awesome. And that's all it is. But the way that you prevent infidelity and more so this, this mindset of people cheating on you is by being the best version of yourself all the time in every way, shape, or form, right? Looking your best, being your best, financially just being as strong as you can possibly be. You don't want to be a victim in these scenarios. Many women have cheated on me in my past. There were situations where I was just so hurt and I stayed and wallowed in that depression. I learned that these are opportunities for you to get better. There are opportunities for you to elevate. That pain, that sadness, yeah, I'm going to walk away. I'm going to be a little bit upset or disappointed in the situation. I'm going to use that disappointment and that sadness to become a better person. Go harder in the gym, go harder at work, pour that energy and that investment that I was pouring into this person into myself. So that trauma is actually a wonderful thing. Now, here is the part I want to talk about. The trauma can be bad or it can turn bad. It can have a negative output if you don't have a great support system and you don't have a really good foundation to really carry your life forward. So when people get cheated on and they have no friends, no family, no nothing, no social circle, no hobbies, I'm like, why are you even in the relationship in the first place? It's a seven layers of life. You got to have your mentality on. You got to have your physicality. You got to be in shape. You got to be financially stable. Then you've got to have a good relationship with your family that doesn't necessarily have to be your blood relatives. It's people that are loyal to you. That's family right there. And then a good social circle and then hobbies and recreation. Then is when you, after that is when you start to date. So I see people in relationships and they don't have a good social circle. So when they get cheated on, they don't have anybody to fall back on. They don't have a good family structure to like really go and vent and cry to. They don't have themselves financially stable, so they're dependent on their partner, so they can't even leave the relationship because they're dependent on their partner. They're not physically in shape, so they can't go out in the sexual marketplace and attract someone that's going to be attracted to them. They've let themselves go. They've gotten too comfortable, and their mentality is way off to where they can't ment mentally be tough enough to get through the breakup. They may not even have hobbies where they can distract themselves. Like these layers are not there. You cannot date without these six layers before the seventh. It's all sequential. I teach this in my program. This is my program. This is my philosophy. It's a seven layers of life. If you haven't checked it out, check it out. But ultimately, you can't date unless you have these, these foundations in place. So the trauma is actually very good if you have the foundations in place because I can go to my friends, I can go to my family, and I can pick back up. I'll be okay. The way that trauma makes you a better person is it knocks you down but builds you back up. If you get knocked down and you have nothing there to protect you and nothing there to kind of hold you up, then you're just going to fall apart. And that's where it becomes very bad. So you have to prepare yourself. You have to really get those things in, uh, set up in your life first before you start experiencing trauma. Because if you start going in a relationship, the chances of you facing trauma are very high because most relationships just don't work. They just don't always come out successful. How many people do you know that got married to the, the first person they dated? It's not very common. Typically, it's the fifth or sixth person that they've been intimate with. That's typically what the numbers are. So for you to go and say, oh, I'm going to date this person. Everything's going to work out. Yes, it's a very stupid way to look at life. And I mean that in, in the nicest way possible. It is a stupid, it is a foolish way to look at things. You always have to understand that it could possibly not work. You go in optimistically, but you can expect the worst. A lot of people talk about leading with their heart. Oh, but you should trust your heart. My heart knows, like... We've been fed this Disney fantasy in our life where it's politically incorrect, morally incorrect to say, oh, don't listen to your heart. I am here to tell you don't listen to your heart. Listening to your heart 
is how you get in trouble. Eight-year-olds listen to their heart. They're wrong a lot of times. Stop listening to your heart. Listen to your mind. You're always going to be emotional. You're wired to be emotional. But try to use logic as much as you can so you create something called emotional logic where you're doing something logically, but you're emotionally justifying it, okay? The logic comes first, but the emotions are justified later. You're not eating the donut because logically you know it's not good, but you're emotionally justifying it. Well, I'm going to be in shape and I'm going to look ripped and so on and so forth. And so the logical decision becomes easier for you because you're emotionally justifying it. Because at the core of of human beings and mammals, we're all emotional because emotions are feedback in a biological loop that we feel to allow ourselves to make certain decisions. Emotions are who we are. Emotions are what we feel. And logic is the way that we should act in a society that we live in today. And the people that act logically are the ones that typically win financially, mentally, all the above. They learn to emotionally justify. But let me go back a little bit more. Let's say you had a traumatic childhood. Good. Great. I feel bad for kids that were raised in a very, very sheltered, perfect life. You know, I see a lot of kids, rich kids, and, you know, I I have a lot of friends that grew up in very prosperous households, and and the friends that I have actually make something with the lifestyle that they have because their parents didn't baby them. You know, you can be a rich parent and have really strong kids. I have a few friends that are like that, but I see a lot of children that are, you know, people that are very, like, they, they were blessed when they were younger, and then when things get hard, they don't know how to deal with it because they're so used to getting it their way. Going through a tough childhood is probably the best preparation for life that you could ever have. If you don't have adversity in your in your childhood phase, then you are seriously unprepared to deal with the world as it is today. But going through a tough childhood, my father passing away, my mom having to work, all this, this small stuff. I'm not trying to out-victim you. Once again, I'm not trying to tell you a victim story. But that trauma, that pain allowed me to become a better person where I can deal with adversity now. I didn't have everything growing up. We didn't have everything growing up. My mom did her best to provide for us. She really, really worked hard. My mom is a wonderful person, but mom was very emotional. She didn't always say the right things. And, you know, there were many situations where my mom just screamed at me for no reason. It was a lot of trauma. I just felt like so confined. There was many times I was very upset as a child. I'm glad I had that trauma. Thank you, everything in the universe. Thank you, my mom, for giving me that trauma because it built me up to be a better person. So now when things go bad, when now when things go sour, I can deal with it. I can take it like a G and move forward. I don't have to worry about it. I've been through worse. I'm glad when I was 21, I was going through a period of financial difficulty where I had to sleep in my car and sleep at friends' house and take showers at a gym. Like, you know, I was literally homeless for a period of time. That was very, very difficult for me. I'm glad I went through that. All that stuff makes you a better person. What doesn't kill you makes you stronger. There's a reality to that. But if you don't have those foundations of friendship and family and, and, and physicality and mentality and even the financial stability, you're, what, what, what doesn't kill you is, is also going to bring you down. It's going to hurt you. It's going to burden you. This is where people have baggage, right? Because they haven't healed from it. Because they don't have those foundations to really allow them to become a better person. So with that being said, understand that trauma is a good thing. I appreciate you for checking in with me today. For anybody that you think that this could help, just definitely send it to them. And ultimately, at the end of the day, guys, if you ever want to reach out to me, just connect with me on Instagram. You know, I'm very easy to reach. It's just Sumed Basani on Instagram. And until next time, guys, Sumi out.